0: Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're going to recap week four of the NFL, and boy, it was a good one. And as always, we'll save the Thursday night picks towards the end of the episode. So always go down, like, and subscribe, comment your thoughts on week four, and give us your pick for Thursday night football this uh, Thursday. And um, these are your hosts. I'm Paul Picklewin, I'm Concha, and I'm joined with. Hey, man. It's your boy,
1: Kev. Celsius, the oh, boy. They was giving out free Celsius at school today, so I got like five of them bitches. And yeah. and the girls that were giving them out was cute. So, you know, I had to go in there. I was just saucing them up with some random shit. I was like, yeah,
0: man, what are the health nutrition facts? Wow.
1: You know, I like to work out in the morning.
0: Yeah, they get Riz God. Riz God Cab was in the building.
1: Riz Supreme. Riz Supreme. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I just said that.
1: But life is good right now, Powell. Life is good for Everybody. Except Daniel Jones, but we'll get into that.
0: Man, that shit was bad. I mean, he's not the only one. There's gonna be a couple people on that. Uh, my life is terrible. Island right now.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but I mean, overall, our our weekend went pretty damn good. KeV, I mean, my betters out there. I'll start with the bad news first. If you uh, the bets nine and thirteen on the prop bets, uh, and then two and four on the best bets. I'll kind of hit on what went wrong on each of the ones that I went two and four. But overall in the year, still, I mean, 44 and 45 prop bets, about 50%. And then 13 and 10 on the best bets. So shooting about 55, 57%. And only you got to only hit it like 52 and a half percent to be a professional gambler. So always remember that whenever y'all have a bad week. So this just means next week we're going to kill the books. Then, I mean, locks, we went one and one. I You went two and O oh on your lock. Shout out, Kev. Gotta lock that thing. Dog I mean Kev had a clean weekend on the lock, lock and dog. Uh, one and zero on his dog too, and his dog never didn't look. I mean, the Titans never looked back. I think that's why he got the shirt on today. And I went zero and one on my dogs. I'll get into my Dolphins soon enough. But overall, as a pick-em, Kev, congrats on your first win week of winning here. This is Kev's first dub. He got he went thirteen and three. I That's really good. I only missed three games. And then uh, I went 12 and four. Normally, that would have been, been a winning week. Yeah, that would have been a winning week under normal circumstances. But Riz God Kev showed up, and I had no chance after that one.
1: Riz Supreme.
0: <laughs> Riz Supreme. <laughs> uh, That's fire, though. I
1: was watching this game, and I was like, I was watching the games. There are certain games that were close, close that shouldn't have been close. And there are a lot of motherfuckers that were losing that should have been losing. So I'm I was over here stressing cause you know one o'clock is always my killer. So I was over here stressing for a little bit. I was like, yo, why the fuck are y'all losing right now? Well this makes no sense. And but a lot of a lot of dudes held it down for me. I think my favorite pick would have been the Ravens. Cause I was like, bro, I feel like they got this. And twenty eight to three, no um no Deshaun Watson. Oh, that was the
0: fucking That was the weirdest exactly. thing. We'll get into that a little bit more, but that was the weirdest thing, and like I'm still gonna I should have picked him as my dog, but come kickoff, the line did move. Like Cleveland was a three-point favorite. Deshaun Watson's not playing. Ravens became a three-point favorite. So, like, mm. in and, in like, literally, I made my official money on the pick. Like, I went and bet uh, Ravens parlayed with the Seahawks, two dogs, a nice little parlay I put together. But nice. um, I took the Ravens, and I'm so happy I took them at, like, plus 150, and then all of a sudden I go about 30 minutes later, they're minus 175 on the money line. I was like, ooh, like the matter of minutes to get them bets in, like to beat the news. That shit felt so good. That was
1: watching the injury report. Uh,
0: but uh, do you want to just jump right into the slate, Kev? I or mean, do I don't think I have as many games game. in a week. Yeah, let's see, I don't I see the other think I have games, many games in a week
1: this week. Because I was like low-key watching all the games. Cause there's some games I have questions about. If we were to start I think we should start
0: backwards because i I got some questions. All right. I mean, fuck it. Let's take it from the most recent thing, Monday Night Football, 24-3 to Seahawks laying ass whooping on Daniel Jones and the Giants. Um, The ball, when asked about what Daniel Jones could have did in the red zone, um, his answer was, well, definitely not throw the pick. And I, like, I think that kind of sums it up on, like, where the Giants are at right now.
1: The Giants are such a funny team to me because they'll be a playoff team one year and be abysmal the next year and not have changed a single thing. Nothing so like, like it don't. Dave Ball was coach of the year last year. It's, it's crazy. Nah, they like
0: it went it. out and got Darren Waller. Like, and it was, it's Kayvon Tubido's second year in NFL. Like this should have been like, uh, Andrew Thomas is going to build off his all pro selection from the year, his first all pro selection last year. Like, if anything, it should have got better.
1: Facts, but this old line is one of the greatest fall-offs I've ever seen. I don't even think they were up ever. Well, eleven
0: sacks is crazy. Evan Neal is going to go down as one of the biggest busts in the NFL with this. How I mean, he spent like a top five pick on him last year. He looked pretty bad. Everyone said he was young, and then now this is the second year, and he was just letting people just go unchecked, like just right past them. No skill move required, just at the That's number 76. Yeah, off on the right. side. Oh, he's sorry. Oh, he's in,
1: sorry.
0: From Alabama, we're supposed to be generational. He's like 6'6. Six, six. He's a big boy. That's a big mama jamma down there, but it did not translate. I mean, at least so far, it has not translated. And it had, it, it, I mean, he was getting cooked.
1: <laughs> Paul, do you understand that I did not know dude's name even slightly, but like watching this game. I was just like, yo, the whole game talking about I'm like, yo, 76 is just letting them boys go right by. Like, he must be mad at Daniel Jones or something. Like, DJ must have fucked his bitch.
0: And Daniel, and uh, I don't want to forget about Geno Smith. I mean, uh Isaiah Simmons, a linebacker for Giants from Carol, um, from the Cardinals, they traded for. He lays a hit on Geno Smith that knocks him out the game for a little bit. And Geno Smith did not like it. Definitely went over there, said some uh, – all that extra shit there, had to pull the teams apart. And then later on, they make a big throw on, like, a third down. And then it should have been, like, a 40-yard gain type shit to lock it. And then Geno Smith goes, finds Isaiah Simmons to talk some shit some more. That play gets moved back about 10, 15 yards after that, uh the big game. But, it, like – this game was a little feisty, even though it was an athlete.
1: So here's my thing about this game being an ass-whooping. I think they um stopped the Giants. And, um They stopped the Giants. They, they were stopping them, boys. But it was that drive in the third when it was still 14-3. Oh, this is actually the play I'm talking about. It, when it was 14-3. It was, it, was, it was late in the third. They're driving down. It gets to a minute left. You get into the motherfucking red zone. And then they put up the graphic. The Seahawks have allowed seven red zone touchdowns in the last seven touchdown drives, red zone red zone appearances this season. I'm like, okay, y'all boys gotta get this. And now it's a three you get this, you turn your fourteen ten. Now it's a four point game. Like you can make the, the work out of this. And going into the four. This motherfucker throws a pick six. And don't get me wrong, I felt like he was trying to he was trying to throw it fast because he knew the fucking O line, the D line was coming. But it's like fuck that shit was crazy left too. Like the corner didn't even the corner looked like it was going, you were throwing it straight to him.
0: Devin Witherspoon, rookie, fifth fifth overall pick this year. Ball. Two balled. two stacks, I believe. And a pick six. I mean I mean, definitely put his name on the map. So shout out Devin Witherspoon. Yeah, he definitely got the um, if he's a he's a
1: rookie.
0: Yep, rookie. Oh, r- defensive
1: rookie of the week for sure.
0: And um uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, this was the game for me where I, like I said, in the picks, I was like, I can't write the Giants off yet because they had to run into the Cowboys and the 49ers defenses. But we'll get into those defenses later. They definitely had a great defense themselves. But, exactly. yeah. this was a Seahawks defense. And if you were just getting, like, if that old line, I can't put it all on Daniel Jones because that old line was shit. Shaquan wasn't there, but this is not a playoff team. Like, this is a team that's going to struggle to find wins. And, they, honestly, I think the Jets might be in a better boat right now than the fucking Giants. Uh, At least the Jets know what they're kind of doing over there, and their defense isn't letting up 30, 40 points a game. Their defense is going to let them in games, whereas the Giants' defense is uh, doesn't look too hot. I mean, they played okay against the Seahawks, but, I mean, they let the Cardinals put up 30. I mean, the, the, the Cowboys put up 40.
1: I was going to say, I'm, every, every week makes me rethink – Um. We think that Cardinals win. Cause like maybe y'all are that team that was getting blown out. And the Cardinals just like really, really wasn't ready for. On it.
0: y'all level. The Cardinals just have to be on your level. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, but then working backwards, let's get into the Sunday night game where all the Swifties were watching. So
1: these are the other questions I have. First off, you know, Paul, I'm not a hater. But I'm part of the, I'm part of the. The me and Taylor, the, I like my one of my favorite Kanye bars. That I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why I made that bitch famous? So like I'm from that side of the community. You feel me? I have nothing wrong against Taylor Swift. I do think she's a six, but um, there's nothing wrong with being a six. You could be a six with twelve Grammys. I, I might fuck you. So like you feel me? Future
0: billionaire too.
1: Yeah, like you feel me? There's nothing wrong with being a six. Like I, mean, I know a lot of sixes. LeBron James was number six. Like, you feel me? Like, there's nothing wrong with being a six. But, motherfucking, the fact that the NFLs every time they score or do something crazy, they pan to this to her giving, like, hugs and um and the thing is crazy. I've never seen somebody. She turned, she became an NFL influencer. I've never thought I'd see, see some shit like that. That's the pool that she has.
0: Like, there, you know how many celebrities go to games and they get, like, little, That's what I'm saying. They get little. So many
1: celebrities. It. Even. Even Pat Mahomes' fucking little brother couldn't even do
0: it. Hey, I'll even say, uh, Kanye and Kim would be going to games and they weren't getting the screen. This is Taylor fucking Swift. She, she, she sells out anything she touches. She, she is this the gold. This is she's a gold mine.
1: LeBron James goes to football games. Ho goes to football games. And they do not scroll. But the the fact that she has little kids watching the show. They, they have little kids, um, little girls are coming in. Even older women are turning in. Like Women of all ages are tuning in, and they're putting the percentages up.
0: Oh, everything is uh, – people are highlighting the Kelsey sales, but I feel like the thing that went underneath the radar was the Bears and Chiefs were the number one game last week when there were so many good games last week, and they were winning 40 to like fucking – Ten at halftime. Like, why is this the number one watch game? Because what, Taylor Swift just happens to be there, and these people will just like it's like the equivalent of like your uh, significant other waiting for the Super Bowl commercials. Like, that's the only reason they're there. It isn't the game you're putting on the field right now, but the the numbers are gonna help. Like, you know, you're gonna make money off the numbers alone. But like, they, they could care less about the who's on the field and all that. But that that their icon living. Is up there? Oh yeah, that shit is crazy.
1: But on to this game, because now this is where I have more questions. How the fuck does Zach? So I fell asleep. Zach attack
0: the milk Slayer.
1: Yeah, how does Zach Wilson? After I talked all that shit about him on the preview, how does Zach Wilson outplay become the first player in college and NFL, probably high school, first quarterback to ever out outplay um Pat
0: Mahomes in a game. But like the first Which first, it, half, uh, first half he was looking kind of shaky, but then I feel like they kind of just opened the playbook and let him, like instead of him being scared to throw the ball because I oh you know you gotta get over that mental hurdle of like I'm gonna throw an interception. I don't want to be the reason we lose. I don't want to be the reason we lose. Like he got over that. And I was like fuck it. I'm just gonna throw it. And he, it was working. The run game was working. And um, I, I really, I mean, I. I don't like the Jets, but I feel like there's no way possible for you not to feel bad for Zach Wilson when he fumbles that ball. Like, they're, they're – the way – they they really are on their way to potentially – I mean, they're at least going to take the lead and potentially like, win the game. That's and, how the game ended, with a fumble? Well, no. The, the, the defense plays well, but, like, he has the ball. They're down by, right, I want to say, three or so. Like, uh, whatever the score is when the game ended. That what was – Twenty um, twenty to twenty-three. Twenty to twenty-three. They have the ball in fourth quarter, few minutes left. They're moving. Like this is once again another. This is like momentum has shifted. Jets are moving drive after drive. Zach Wilson is looking good. The like it was reminding me of Baker on the Bucks. Like you don't want to admit it, but motherfuckers putting some drives together. Like this is like this is working. And finding the tight end. Like uh, running backs don't don't like not needing to run the ball in first, second, and third. Like they literally could just let him throw it here. Like, and then and then he hikes it. The ball is a little low off to the side. He takes his all eyes off of it. Fumbles the snap. Tries to jump on it. I think Chris Jones was the one who jumped on it. They get the nice. ball. Uh, and then Mahomes gets the ball. Jets have to make the stop. They're fighting against the two minute warning too. Um, but then, I mean, there. this is where my questions start coming in is, like, that. so this is where the conspiracies start coming in is that the NFL wants Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift to win. Not only is there a very blatant, blown hold on that, like, third and 25 that lets Mahomes make the run, then you go on to later, and Sauce does do. A, I mean, you're going by the book. That was a defensive holding. But the problem with me, and I feel like a lot of people at home watching the game, the problem was the ref doesn't throw the flag when the hold happens. Five seconds later, when Sauce makes the – now the ball is thrown, the play's still going, Sauce makes the interception, flag is thrown after the interception on what? Something that happened clearly five seconds ago on a defensive hold, and people were like – even Richard Sherman, he said, I have no problem with you calling that – but don't call that on me after I make an interception, like seconds later, like now. N- now, like, to me, if you're the NFL, you can't have that happen. That don't look good on national television. Like, and uh, Sauce Gardner comes out tweets saying like maybe if I was a Swifty, they wouldn't have called that. Which is fact.
1: They made
0: their bio to two and zero. Swifties are two and zero on Twitter, and like people are like, yo, like. This ain't the right time for y'all to be tweeting that when there's some some skeptical things going on. But, but the Swift don't care about that. No, uh, the ratings don't care. The money that and I mean, some people are even going as far out to say this ain't me. I'm I'm saying it again. This is not my say This is some things I see on Twitter. People are saying that like maybe the NFL is paying Kelsey and Swift to be a thing shit like this like maybe it's not even like a real like it's just something to really it's just businesses these are business decisions being made right now
1: that's interesting i mean that's a take i don't really care but i don't think it goes like that i wouldn't be shocked if the nfl is like paying for taylor swift to be at these away games and shit like that because like oh, yeah no, she's they,
0: definitely getting free tickets so, yeah, no, like yeah. that just take a switch
1: i wouldn't be shocked if they paid her to be at the games because like it's also an announcement, like, yo, because that was, like, an announcement. They was like, yo, it was Taylor Swift. They are like, Taylor Swift might be in the game. Taylor And I remember hearing that she was going to be at the game, like, a few days before the game, like, happened. So, I'm just like, okay. So, they're doing this on purpose and shit. So, I don't know. And they cut into her on purpose. So, they're they building it. For
0: see the old boy, you can't even see anyone celebrate when she's at the game. Facts. People about to bust the move after scoring a touchdown, and then it goes to Taylor Swift. And it's like, ugh. And then it goes to the whopper, whopper, whopper fucking commercial every fucking time. No, yeah, That's funny as fuck.
1: But let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going. Pat Mahomes, he look good?
0: No. Multiple interceptions. Multiple drop Ooh. interceptions, too. This, this was looking like Mahomes of early last year, like when he was making a lot of, like, errant throws. Not last year, maybe the year before, whenever defenses started playing him differently and he started trying to force it deep. I mean, there was a couple that were just, like, right to the defender. And, like, he's they're, they're, the Chiefs are lucky to win this game. Like, they really are. Like, this is a game that they should have probably lost. And not even just because of blown calls, but because of how poor the uh, offense was playing. They had C.J. Mosley old ass out there looking like a superstar uh, linebacker again. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah,
1: I think – um, I definitely think they got – um. They I feel like this, this publicity and shit isn't the best right now. Cause They got a lock in. Because this is when that stupid ball hangover Mike, um hit him. But we'll see what happens. But what's the next game, man?
0: Next game, we had the forty this bring a couple blowouts back to back. Um 49ers blew out the Cardinals, 35-16. Mostly I just want to shout out CMC scoring four touchdowns. He's right now on pace. If he keeps up what he's doing right now in these first four games, put up nineteen hundred yard rushing yards, six hundred receiving yards, and twenty-six rushing touchdowns. Um this man, I mean, he's having like a Ladainian Thompson type year. Not just on the field, but fantasy owners are feeling it. Like the tu- he's getting multiple touchdowns every game, putting up four this year. And it might be a little time to stay. Like he has a case if some of these other MVP candidates keep playing shitty, he has a case to probably put his name into the MVP candidate if he if just if he keeps doing what he's doing.
1: That would be my number one MVP right now. No cap, like not even close. Like, this should be the year that a skilled player wins the MVP because, like, these quarterbacks aren't looking to make the best right now. But these skilled players are showing up. You got people like Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey. Um,
0: Puka. What's he called? Tyreek like, Hill. You said Puka. Puka, right, 500 yards in the game when he touched down on an overtime I mean, I respect it. I respect it. I, I
1: ain't got nothing to say. Um, Tyreek Hill, if Stephon Diggs can keep playing like that, this should be a year that these skilled players get this award. I like to see a motherfucker on defense get the award, but I don't see nobody eating
0: like that. Oh, uh, Derrick Henry. I think they said Derrick Henry threw more touchdowns this weekend than uh Joe Burrow. And
1: Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, and he threw one to two yards.
0: Yeah, and so I know, I know, because I have Joe Burrow on fantasy. Uh, then the other blowout Cowboys. 38 to three my dad was at this game he was super lit dumb lit for this game the boy the Cowboys did what they supposed to do they I, I had Patriots plus six and a half I look foolish now I really and uh the Mac Jones sucks tour I mean I was on it last year and I, I a lot of people are seeming to jump on this boat now that like Mac Jones and he's someone else I want to throw on uh their life is terrible island Mac um the Mac Mac Jones looked terrible, and they even were questioning if he should even be the starter moving forward.
1: Yeah, and there's nothing to trade for him because what you're going to get like a fourth round pick. So, I mean, you could probably trade him to um, you could. now that's somewhere you could send Mac Jones at. I'm not gonna lie to you. Send him that. I always feel like you could send anybody to Carolina. But um, but the thing about this game is this is a 35 point loss. That's the biggest in Bill Belichick's career. Yeah insane you see how mad he was like going to shake hands he, is, he was
0: dropping he is eyes like mother like i was like bro he is that bill Belchuk has never had experienced that bro is livid but probably
1: was like really contemplating retirement right then and there like he's like bro what the fuck is this so oh. this and my dog could christian gonzalez play or did, did he get hurt? Oh,
0: he played, game? but he got hurt this game, and they're gonna he might miss a few weeks, so that's gonna hurt the rookie of the year, uh, defensive rookie of the year pick if he's especially, with,
1: especially with Witherspoon not here doing what he's doing.
0: Yeah, the Witherspoon putting his name. I will say the one thing that can kind of be different. I don't know who Witherspoon, because Witherspoon was playing uh, Witherspoon was in the slot this game. That's how he's getting the blitzes. Um but uh Chris Gonzalez he might not have to say like, he has some people get yards on him, but it's Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, like uh CD Lamb, uh, fucking like he has he has a list of hitters that he had to go at uh, Justin Jefferson or was it just Jefferson? It was somebody else who was also like, damn, like okay, but even then, like his number is sixty-eight passer rating, like yeah, Jit's still locked down.
1: Jit is him, bro. So yeah, I mean, this game was insane. I think. That they just looked bad all around. That fumble was that fumble that got taken for a touchdown. I think was the um, kind of like all right, let's, we got to do something about that. And then throwing zapping was the proof that like, oh yeah, they got they got to move on some way somehow.
0: Then we had this game shouldn't have been this close. Chargers win twenty four to seventeen. Khalil Mack and six sacks against his former team, to, uh, almost breaking the record. Um, but now he's first place tied for first with most sacks on the season, just like that, off of one game with six.
1: Sacks is crazy.
0: Raiders had the chance to win it. Not win it, but tie it. They they bring it to within 17-24. They get the stop. They go all the way down, first and in goal, interception. And then they had a chance to even stop the Chargers. They get them uh, first. In, it was a first and ten after the two-minute warning and Justin Herbert icing his veins one-handed because Jett's finger's, like, broken. he got a cast splint on that other hand. He throws, like, a 50-yard dime to Joshua Palmer to basically ice the game, yield it out. And I was like, the ball is to throw a 51-yard pass on first down when you're up.
1: Yeah, that's pretty wild. That's some Staley-ass shit. But – oh, no, that's some Kevin Moore-ass shit. But – that's what the fuck happened, and they looked good. But before we get too deep into, like, the games and um, per- the performance and everything, did you see that hit on the sideline?
0: Oh, but, wow. Who was – I can't remember his name, but, yeah, uh, got took got taken out the game. But after that, the whole game was like that. Everyone laying these hits. Everyone, and It was feisty right after that.
1: Yeah, that shit was like – I was like, oh, this is about to be a game. I think I started – I didn't just tune in because I think I was on red zone most of this week, but that was the point in the game where I was like, Oh, shit. Jerry
0: Tillery, Jerry Tillery is the one who laid the hit on Justin Herbert. Dangerous,
1: but no, that shit was definitely blat- legally blatant as fuck. But Justin Herbert came through. What was her? Um, Herbert didn't have great numbers this game, though, did he?
0: No, yeah, I think he scored two rushing touchdowns. Uh, I could be wrong, you know have. He scored three total touchdowns. I know that for sure. I think he threw one and ran into, uh, or two threw two ran one. I know he had three total touchdowns. He uh, no Austin Eckler, even though he was supposed to. He was training to be playing, but then at uh, last minute he wasn't playing. Still got. Yeah. He only had
1: 167 yards.
0: Shit, the Raiders defense.
1: I was about to say 35.8 QBR. He looked – yeah, they read his defense game. The Raiders played great this fucking game. Even with on the backup quarterback, they looked good. And I wasn't ready for that because they definitely had a chance to win this game.
0: Yeah, and uh, they were also part of the – one of the many teams, Giants included, that did the push push on fourth and one and couldn't get it. Uh, there was like <laughs> teams that went for it. All five failed. And this is uh, – no one can do it like the Eagles.
1: You need a Hall of Fame center first. Second – you need Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Nobody else besides the Eagles got both of those. Then, But lastly about this game, did you see the – um, what's his name? Mark Davis, the owner? was sitting?
0: No, nah, where was he?
1: Bro, instead of sitting like in a skybox or something like that, he was like – like it was like a luxury seat, but it was like out in the open. So like fans were down low screaming, fuck, fire, Daniels. Mark McDaniel. And Bred's over here just chilling, watching that shit. And I'm like, oh, that was kind of some gangster shit. I'm not going to lie to you. Hmm. Hmm. I
0: do like Mark. Uh, he's, he's just one of the people. He's, the, he's kind of goofy, guy.
1: but he's one of the people. I felt good, bro, but he has a school shooter cut. And you know how I feel about people
0: with bad haircuts. Uh, but then jump into our next game, this was another ass whooping. This was your dog of the week. Titans blew out the Bengals 27-3. to 3. Derrick Henry was running people over. He throws a touchdown. Uh, Tannehill was throwing the bitch low key, too. I mean, throwing it way better than Joe Burrow than them. Uh, the icing on the cake to me, though, is Jamar Chase was asked about uh, as post game, and he's very frustrated. And he says, I'm always, I'm, I'm open. I'm always fucking open. And it's kind of in the like locker room right now. America, you see
1: what is wrong with the media? Like, like, people like Paul, he definitely didn't. He didn't say that. He said, he said, I'm open. I'm always fucking open. Excuse my profanity.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to be real with the people.
1: Nah, but that shit was crazy because, like, I feel like that's how you feel for real. Because, first off, they're Jamar motherfucking chase. And we just saw, like, a game ago. You can still get these 13-yard game, 13-catch games and have monster fucking games. He is open. I believe him. I don't got to check no film. I believe him; he's open. But Joe just doesn't have time to get over there, and he don't got the throw power because he this cap injury is like. The boys started off, SGP made a great um point. They started off one and three, so like you really could have just sat Joe Burrow for the first four weeks and been, been to him and just came in either right, what's the worst that I have for you have came in one and three. Yeah. You would gave Owen four. At least he's fully me?
0: healthy then.
1: Yeah, at least he's fully healthy and he can move on from that point. And also, you could have game-planned a little better. Because now, cause even though Joe Burrow's hurt, they're still not running this bitch.
0: No. I mean, it's also because I feel like defenses are able to play it because they've thrown – he's the only quarterback in history through, like, first four weeks to throw as many passes he has, like 150, and not even average five yards per target. Like, he's throwing shit really close, like – line of scrimmage-ass shit, so defenses are able to stay up close, hone in, like, you don't, like, pull the linebackers up, fill the box, and stop the runs. If you see a run, if he's going to pass, step back. Like, I feel like they're able to, like, play him a lot easier than having to worry about something going over the top.
1: Yeah, so, like, yeah, that's where we're at at this point. You should have just sat the motherfucker at this point, because now this looks like this is going to be injury lingering until at least the eighth week, it feels like, because and then they might be able to um, put things together because you know the Bengals are a good end of season team. But like, you could have just sat in the motherfucker and just skipped this whole entire process.
0: Now we're here. But,
1: but yeah, the Titans did their fucking thing. Shout out them boys. That favorite.
0: division's two and two right now. So the division's still wide open.
1: All I got to say is, Rabel, as a dog at home, if I was, I'm not a betting man, but like, that shit, Cash is consistent. It
0: does. Uh, then next game, now we're on to the 1 o'clock game. So let's continue the blowout trend. We had a couple big blowouts. Uh, Ravens laying the wood on the Browns, 28-3. to three. Lamar gets a couple rushing touchdowns. Uh, This was one of my best bets that did cash. Uh, Ravens plus three, didn't need the points. Money line, baby. Ravens got the dub. I mean, no Deshaun Watson. And I will say, without Deshaun Watson, they put in the DPJ, the rookie, who was looking hot in the preseason. It definitely showed. Like, I'm not saying Watson's the reason they win games, but without Watson, that team is our, is easily probably the worst, uh, uh, worst team in the league. Like, even their defense couldn't do nothing to fucking make up for how bad their offense was. At one point, Elijah Moore was running backwards and lost like a 20 yards on a fucking run. Right,
1: that was terrible. Oh my god. No, is that is that? Yeah,
0: yeah. His name. Yeah, is that Elijah. was Elijah Moore's
1: dumbass. That's – Crazy. I, remember, I see that. I seen that motherfucking um play and I was like, there's no way they
0: did that for real. <laughs> that's that's the essence of what this game was. That was the Cleveland Browns offense this whole game. And the Ravens, I don't even think the Ravens have played their best game yet. Like they're still trying to figure out what they are. Well, Lamar had a couple rushing touchdowns, but even then he didn't like take over on the ground. He wasn't really airing out crazy. It was just mostly the Browns couldn't put any drives together, so the Ravens kept getting the ball back, and they just kept – was able to score. Now that shit is funny as fuck. Then we had uh, a couple more blowouts in the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, Texans beating the Steelers at home. This is one of the games we were split on. I mean, Texans dev that, that was my whole thing. My whole take was people aren't giving the Texans defense as much credit. I feel like Kenny Pickett and that Steelers offense has been so bad that they're going to struggle and the Texans have a good defense. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, CJ Stroud breaking the record for like, like most passes without an interception. He's like fourth in the passing yardage total. He has 1200 passing yards already. He's he's legit. He's looking like the guy. Like right now it's looking like Bryce Young is struggling, and C.J. Stroud is over here thriving. And, like, the Texans didn't even have – the off their offensive line is still super banged up. And he's still over here making shit happen.
1: Nah, that shit is crazy that this motherfucker isn't the best quarterback in this draft. C.J. Stroud, what is he, four games in a row, 300 yards or something like that? Yeah. Three hundred,
0: he's yeah. fourth, and twelve hundred yards, right? He's only he's slightly behind Tua and Kirk, and like he's right there with them.
1: Yeah, so if you got your rookie of the year, um, offensive rookie of the year, whoever we thought we said, he, there he goes right here.
0: Bijan, not you took Bijan. He's not, he's not too far behind, and I took Anthony Richardson, who I also don't think is too far behind. But CJ Stroud, throwing wise, is definitely the best quarterback. But a Rich got the fucking legs that might. Okay. and I he's definitely still behind him, but I think that the gap could close a little bit.
1: Yeah, we'll see if he continues to play well like this, because I didn't see them beating this Colts team. I don't I didn't give the Colts defense
0: too much. Steelers. No? Huh? The Steelers, you mean? The Texas Colts, Steelers, Yeah. We were talking about A regular face at the Colts. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Motherfucker, I didn't expect them um I didn't expect them to beat the Steelers team. And you've seen how much respect I put on the Steelers defense. Like, no Kenny, no problem. We got TJ Watt. That's why I thought we was coming. I thought Mr. Biscuit was gonna come through, give them boys a biscuit, and keep it moving. Nah. Nah. This 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 Texas team, they're not legit, but they can they can't come in here and get sneaky wins against teams that are on that level.
0: And the uh, Steelers, I mean, Kenny Pickett got banged up. They're going to look to see how severe it is. He might miss a few games, which, that, I mean, their offense can't get any worse. So, I mean, no Kenny Pickett, but we'll see because the offense has been Uh, Another blowout was the – we both took this game. The Bucks beating the Saints. We were on the Bucks side. We knew, uh, like, the Saints' offense, even with Derek Carr playing, we took him without Derek Carr, but even with him playing, that offense looked terrible. Kamara had, like, 14 – catches but like all of them were behind line of scrimmage type shit he only got like 40 50 yards out of these 14 catches and people were like oh Camara, like like you gotta do something you can't just run three yards and get tackled it was
1: 13 catches for 33 yards Paul remember how I told you I was gonna be watching this game laughing the whole time this is exactly what the fuck happened this is exactly what the fuck I'm looking <laughs> like these boys is, this Saints defense is getting cooked by Baker
0: Lattimore second, is in the second half, though, first half was nothing. Second half, the Bucs may be a second-half team. They beat the Vikings in the second half. They come out on the Saints, and their offense scores, like, 20 points in the second half. Like, they they might be, like, Baker may be finding hand signs on everybody, but right? Baker might be getting this shit done.
1: No, I respect it. Yeah, that's probably that got to be what it is. The Baker's just adaptable like that. But, yeah, that game was fucking hilarious. I appreciated that game. That made me – Cause we got fucked up, so watching that game was very, very fun to watch. And then seeing the Bucks fans talk shit afterwards, you know I said how many we smoking on that C packs memes I seen on Instagram this week, this um this Monday morning, shit sure. was hideous. So yeah, um, Alvin Kamara, he's a PPR guy. Yeah, but if you in a PPR league, you is upset right now. So that shit is funny.
0: Yeah, we will see. Maybe they their defense is still solid. Um. Uh but shit, I don't know. Chris Godwin was getting cutting up in the second half. I wanna
1: know how does Marshawn Lattimore tackle Mike Evans before like the balls like tackle bef- tackle Mike Evans on the route and not a single flag is called. Like they said fuck it. We already knew them boy them boys. Yeah, we're gonna let
0: these boys go. Man. And then the, the last blowout really on this slate on the one o'clock was my <laughs> Miami Dolphins getting blown out forty eight to twenty by the buffalo bills they got fucking boat raced uh like i said going into it the seven years we haven't beaten them in buffalo make it eight years now we're not beating them in buffalo josh allen has i'm i'm back moment like i'm I'm, like y'all like y'all forget about who i am like five touchdowns i think he threw five touchdowns at four incompletions like perfect game from josh allen and our defenses got cooked, bro. Our defenses got cooked.
1: I mean, so, Paul, right? You see, and I said nothing in the group chat this weekend. Because, like, I was like – because once Stephon Diggs hit that catch and then, like, he spun two defenders and took it to the house, I was like, oh. No one could tackle. I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those games. And I was like, I ain't got nothing to say to Paul. My team just got their ass beat as in real life and Toy Story characters. So I ain't got nothing to say to nobody. I'm just going to watch the Saints and Bucks game and just laugh. But y'all got cooked. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know how either because, like, I really felt like you guys match up so well against the, the Bills that even if your defense was giving up points, two of them boys was going to show up. Liam,
0: Liam Eichenberg, offensive lineman for the Dolphins. Needs to be put on trial. Over,
1: over number seventy six from the Giants. Yeah,
0: over number seventy six. for over because that's co-defendant. Seventy six is his co-defendant right now. They're both um, on attempted murder for their quarterbacks. He was getting destroyed. The they just kept blitzing through the same through the A gap. He he's filling in for at center, and they kept blitzing him. He. It was fucking oh uh, he lost in the headlight and didn't know what to do. Got Tua was gonna have to throw Tua Waddle was open a lot, but Tua couldn't even get to that read. Tua was over here still looking at one and two. Oh shit, someone's on me. Like uh so like their defense really just blew up. And then Taron Armstead got hurt. And once Taron Armstead got hurt after I saw what Liam Eichenberg was already doing on the O line, I was like, Oh, it's a rap. Like Taron Armstead was our the anchor. Like this this is down that we're about to sink. This is – I mean uh Eight chain, still a dog. I mean, you only got like six touches, it's two touchdowns, still got eighty yards. We need yeah, to start, he's on the fucking he's on the co defending status too. Two fumbles, two very costly fumbles that gave the Bills the ball back right back into the, on their side of the fifty again. Like a, like it was so everything that could go wrong went wrong for us, even though we had our highlights and everything that the Bills has played the perfect game. And I will say as a Dolphins fan, we shouldn't have to score 40 a game first to win games. Defensively, like even if we just put up 20. I know it's the Bills, but it should have been 20-28. Like, don't we are not our defense has let up. We like even the Broncos put up 20, and the Broncos been asked fucking um uh, Chargers opened first week of the season. Um uh, was a shootout in that game as well. Like Yes, we stopped the Patriots offense, but their offense looks shit. But like we can't be shoot playing forty point games. This is this is not this is not a high school basketball game. Like fucking <laughs> fucking play some defense out there.
1: Damn, they really don't play defense in high school basketball sometimes. But I mean I just think this team really I'm not mad at you guys' defense. That's what's crazy. Because even though this is going to be like, we said this, you were saying this a lot first week. It was like, oh, this is going to be a year where the Dolphins have to to rely on their offense to, like, make up for the defense's mishaps and, like, putting them in bad positions. So I'm not tripping on y'all defense because I'm never, like, looking at your defense like, yo, this defense is locked up. Because we knew this was going to be a shootout, and y'all boys just have to come and shoot. I'm thinking like, yo, this Bills team came determined because Stephon Diggs two touchdowns. I want to say he had like 130 yards, maybe. I
0: had three like, touchdowns. to Be honest,
1: like they were. This entire team came ready to
0: ready to work. Like no wrap up. All right, all right. We can't stay too long on this game. It was one of the blowouts. Next game on the slate. Now back to some of the closer games. Uh, let's go to the overtime games. Let's start off with Eagles, Commanders. Eagles getting the win at home, 34-31. Sam Howell throwing the game-tying touchdown to Jahan Dotson with no seconds left. Zeroes on the clock. I mean, that was ice cold. That's some shit you're going that's to
1: play. And that's right after they get this, got a penalty on the play before, I don't yeah. I believe, right?
0: Yep. And but I mean, Eagles, I mean, you kind of look at them in two ways either like because they're all like they haven't looked their best yet, but someone put it in the terms of that's just show that they're a Super Bowl contender, they've yet to play their best football, and they're still four and Uh, Other people are looking at it as y'all do not look like a Super Bowl team, and if y'all run into the 49ers, shit, maybe even the Cowboys right now, y'all might get mollywalked.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a good game, the Cowboys versus the Eagles. That's gonna say a lot, but yeah, 49ers are fucking this team up. Like, unless you got like a hundred and a half weapons reasons ways to stop Christian McCaffrey, yeah, this, this, this they're not they're gonna outscore the boys. I mean, this team can score, but the Niners aren't giving up thirty points, so they got to they got to they got to tighten up because these hard games are coming.
0: Um. I look oh, yeah, the they have first. a they have a slate of seven games where it goes Dolphins, Cowboys, 49ers, uh, Bills, Cowboys, and it's like that's a tough ass stretch. That might be the toughest stretch in football.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I'm looking at this shit as like AJ Brown came out and played a monster game. And yeah. Then- Oh yeah, he got drug test. That shit is crazy. But um, the um, my favorite play was when he uh broke across the field and shit, and he turned that he turned that play that couldn't have been stopped at the twenty three because he had like hella defenders around him. Cuts in, takes it up, and then follows his block so beautifully for that touchdown for the fifty nine yard touchdown. I was like, oh, that boy. Ever since that um conversation they had on the sideline. That boy has been t-
0: money. Yeah, I mean, definitely eating it. Um, uh, he got drug tested for how great of a game he had. It happens when you're balling the way you're balling. But Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback that's a rookie for Washington, was guarding him, and he was talking shit all game. So then when uh A.J. Brown gets that second touchdown to take the uh, lead in the fourth quarter it on Emmanuel Forbes, it definitely like humbled his ass. Like, cause, uh, he definitely let him know. Then um, our other overtime game with the Colts and the fucking Rams. Colts were dead at halftime. Colts come back, they get it tied. Anthony Richardson completing like he was running, but then he started completing passes. Now he's dual threat on the ass, and Colts defense making the stops. Uh, overtime. Puka can't say it enough. Puka like offensive rookie of the year. He might also be a net candidate because he's breaking records as uh, he's number two behind Jay Jettas in yards right now. And the game game winning touchdown in overtime it was like, well, like a fifty yarder, sixty yarder to seal the deal. That was a great fucking um, catch. I will
1: say that. Um, I was hurt because I thought this coach team was going to get that comeback and like look really really good, but shout out. I guess, shout out the Rams. They got, they stole the win, in my opinion. The, it was a 22 yard pass for Matthew Stafford. Oh, yeah. For the that's back back. But I also look at it as the um the Colts had a chance to score in overtime. And they didn't do nothing with it. So, like, I don't know what this Colts team is, where this Colts team is going. But I also don't know what this even means for the fucking Rams because Kyron Williams scored, might have scored twice. Yeah, he scored twice. He had a
0: good game. He was running yeah. up field
1: but that's the first quarter. After that, all field goals until that little touchdown overtime. So this offense isn't the It isn't the greatest. Their own line is definitely something I'm not trusting. So I don't know where this Rams goes, team goes from here. But this was a hard fought win. I wouldn't have to respect it because the game Hoover, was pretty Hoover good.
0: Cooper Cup is off the IR this week. So that's powerful. I don't know what that means exactly. Yeah. That's a. I mean, that's a, a needle mover right there. I got to see how the good this offense does. Because if they have Puka eating the way he's at, 163 yards this game. Like, if you have Puka eating the way he's been putting up Jay Jetta's Tyreek Hill numbers, he's number two wide receiver in the NFL right now. And Cooper Cup, too, and he's eating. Like, if they really are able to feed both of them at the same time, like, if Stafford can do it, that might be a scary offense. Yeah. And let's jump into um, – the rest of these games pretty close. Let's go into the 21-13 game against uh, the Vikings beating the Panthers in Carolina. Staff, oh no, Staff Kirk Cousins played terrible. through the pick six opening drive, 99-yard pick six. That shit um, was crazy. Yeah, and then he throws another interception. I think he ends the game with like 170 yards passing or some, something real bad. 150. I I don't know. I don't have the stats from. It. I just know he played fucking terrible, and they're really lucky to get this win. I thought Carolina for a moment. I thought Carolina was gonna get their first win of the season here.
1: I was say Carolina was winning for a really long time for this game. They probably had, yeah, they had the lead until um they had the lead until halftime, and that's like three minutes and fifty eight seconds left in the third type shit. So like, Carolina looked like they were going to go crazy, but. I usually have this ugly-ass take saying I trust the Vikings in one-score games more than I trust the other team. And that's all this game was. It was two offensive that didn't look great. But they motherfucking stayed on point, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Panthers, they, they got that one touchdown that was a pick six. And Bryce Young, I'm willing to say he does not look good. He's 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 not making the throws, he's just looking scared. He's looking like Zach Wilson, like the way he's just scared.
1: Yeah, the Panthers were not the best system for him to go to. It's not really made
0: for him to flourish over there. And I'm willing to say this was an Andy Dalton, <laughs> Andy Dalton was starting this game. Right I think I think the Panthers would have got their first. Though. I'm not saying to put him in because you can't not. I mean that can't be your season long. That can't be your fucking answer is Andy Dalton. But they're talking about bringing in another receiver. They're gonna they're looking through trades to go find him a number one receiver, and uh to kind of speed up this process. So maybe maybe they go out and get themselves a little Puka. <laughs> <laughs>
1: people,
0: are saying, maybe, people are maybe people are asking though who won the trade now? Panthers moved up to one to get Bryce Young, but and that's not looking too good. But also. DJ Moore isn't – I mean, he had – we'll get into how great of a game he had, but, like, the Bears are still winless themselves. Actually, that's the only game left before we get into the London game. So, yeah, the Bears-Broncos. Bears, 28, Broncos, 31. Bears are that close to getting their first win. I mean, they come out swinging. Four touchdowns. Justin Fields was looking like the man. This was, the, he wasn't even needing to run the ball. He was just throwing that thing. Uh, DJ Moore having a crazy game. And then they just stopped scoring. And Broncos keep the score touchdown here, score a touchdown here. Then he fumbles it for a fumble recovery touchdown. And then he throws the game seal on the interception. And now it's like, Dan, Justin Fields, like you went from the man to now you're back to what the fuck are you doing?
1: bro. No, See, I dubbed this game the toilet bowl of 2023. And in the beginning, I thought it was going, it looked like a fucking toilet bowl. And it's crazy because Justin Fields, like, they say he had his best um, performance passing in his entire career this game. But none of that shit, motherfucking. What do you have? Two.
0: This is his first time ever getting three hundred passing yards in NFL. Damn, three
1: thirty-five, four touchdowns, but a
0: costly interception
1: later in the game.
0: Game so, stealing interception. That that's a big one on that motherfucking stat sheet.
1: Yeah, like so seven. So start off this game twenty-eight to up twenty-eight to seven in the third quarter with four minutes and eleven seconds left, and to blow this bitch in the fourth is crazy. But I just think that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. I didn't think – believe, thought there was a lot of injuries on this Bears secondary, so I felt like they needed to drive. They could drive. And the Broncos figured it out at the end of the game, and they just took that bitch all the way down.
0: So you don't really know what to do with either one of these teams. So the I would, uh, this was the game where I said I felt like a lot of points would be scored. I felt like both defenses were going to be ass and – I put the overs on both quarterbacks, and both of them cashed by like halftime. Like that's how me like, even though the Broncos weren't scoring, they were uh, they were driving. Uh, people are saying though uh, that uh, Chase Claypool, this was the Chase Claypool effect. They got him out of the building. Next thing you know, they Justin Fields and the Bears offense come alive. Uh it's also looking like a very bad trade for the Bears because they used the first round they used the first round pick to get him. They traded the first round pick to the Steelers to go get him and now he's probably getting shipped off for like a seventh round pick.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. The first round pick for Chase Claypool is wild. The Titans had to give up like a six for Julio.
0: This was this was right off his rookie season when he had like eleven touchdowns. Remember when he was the man? He was like, Oh shit, Chase there's just too many mouths to feed over there. <laughs> then uh Jerry Judy, I don't know if you saw his little tweet. Uh, Philip Lindsay, former Bronco running back, last thousand yard rusher they had um, before he became a free agent. Uh, he said he tweeted out there in the game, "Where are the receivers? All that money out there to be no shows." And then Jerry Judy quote retweeted it and said, "Glad he got to watch that game from the crib, fam." Uh. And, <laughs> so like Jerry Judy, absolutely, he got a uh, he took an L on the. Uh, and he took a dub on the field and a dub on the on Twitter when he got back on on uh, X. Nice, nice, nice. I mean,
1: shout out them boys, cause everybody was coming for Sean Payton's head.
0: He cut what the sleeves you off. He gotta get the sleeves off. That was holding him back.
1: Yeah, so like I mean, I think this team looked terrible for three quarters. But they figured out coming alive. Do you think this Broncos team can use this, or is this gonna be similar to the Giants um, coming back on the Cardinals? Like they came back on the
0: Giants coming back on the uh, Giants on the Cardinals. I still don't trust this. Uh, This was a bare secondary that was hurt as is, and they couldn't do anything for three and a half quarters.
1: Yeah, and Mister Unlimited. I don't know if people even remember Russ called (laughs) that. Like at this point,
0: he tried so hard to coin that into something. And that shit did. It, it, it lasted for a little bit and then it, it died. It
1: it would it, have it hit. It, it hit back when he was doing like, when the beginning of the season, he was putting up MVP numbers. We missed our unlimited, but that bitch never motherfucking would return because bro would always have to end up with normal numbers by the end of the season. So, yeah. So, this Broncos team probably not going to get too many more wins this season, but I'm still not, I'm still not, we're still not selling all our land in Bronco County yet.
0: Oh, no, i probably about to move some acres around.
1: But I'm telling you, you know, you're going to get it for a really low price. I might hold out. I might hold out and see if, the, see if my value, I can get some more value.
0: All right. Our London game, Kev. I know why you wanted to flip the script. You didn't want to talk this game. You saved it for last. We got to talk it. I was one of the people that was watching that bitch in Toy Story mode. That shit was, I would say, super lit to have the Toy Story mode. Everyone's a cartoon. They had the fucking dog with his ass being the whole fucking first down meter. It was fun. Uh, Jaguars went 23-7 to against the Falcons in London. And I tried to tell you, I knew you weren't going to pick against them, but I tried to tell you, right, there's the Jags in London. It's a match made in heaven. And they don't even leave. They have another game next week in London. So. Yeah.
1: They're literally just chilling in London for a week, which is wild. This is they. their crib, bro. That's where their second homes is. They probably really got houses out there. I mean, it's crazy because everybody's coming for Desmond Ritter right now. And I'm just like, I mean, he's not playing well. But this is also a team that can't go down. Like, you can't. We can't be losing. We always have to be playing good defense. That's the best way to explain it. We can't go down and expect to try to come back. Throwing that bitch. No, 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 no. If we not being able to put down long, put through, put together long, methodical drives that turn into points every time we get down there, even if it's three. Ooh, was a long, hard game for us, and this was one of those games. Like Arthur Smith is great, but if we get down. We can't rely on Desmond Ritter to get us to the next, to get us back up. And I wouldn't say we're coming for his head, to get rid of him, but like we got Bijan, he looked good. Bird had fourteen carries for one hundred five yards. It wasn't letting Tyler on um, Algier get anything. But hey yo, it is what it is. But the shit that makes me upset is why the fuck is Johnny Smith getting more touches and targets and yards and touchdowns than Kyle Pitts?
0: One game, he had a more snap percentage than Kyle Pitts. I don't know if it was this game or the last one, but he, he was on the field more than Kyle Pitts, which is disgusting. disgusting. People are saying it um, because they had had a tweet about Kyle Pitts, and I tweeted because I was like, the media and everyone wants to keep screaming how Justin Fields is in the wrong system. Justin Fields needs to get out, and Justin Fields needs to tell them. I'm more on the train. Before we give Justin, I'm like, we should find Kyle Pitts a new home because they're – this is a Ferrari that's just going forty-five speed limit. Like you gotta let him roam. You gotta let that boy fly. And I know it's, it hurts you, Kev. But maybe y'all like if y'all end up with like a top ten pick, top five pick this year, even if it's through trades. Would you want the Falcons to pull the trigger on one of these? things like the Kayla Williams, Drake Mays, the Michael Pinick, the Shakur Saunders. Would you want them to pull the trigger because? Desmond Ritter is getting all this blame and all this flack, but he also he wasn't a he wasn't a first round pick. He wasn't a top ten pick. Like people were giving him the same expectations that they're giving people that got drafted in the first round. Like this guy was in the third round. Like some some third round quarterbacks never even touched the field. So, X. This guy was starting first year into the league, and he, he's getting treated as if he was the Mac Jones, the Justin Fields, the Zach Wilsons. Like all them guys got drafted first round, top twenty. Top ten, top five. So Trey Lance. Like you got all the you can't give him the same expectations. But would you want them to draft, like pull the trigger on one of these next generational quarterbacks that people are dubbing them? And they call it if y'all end up with like a top five pick, top ten pick, if y'all end up somewhere, if y'all somehow get one of those. I was I will
1: see what the future is tails for. I'd prefer them to do something on defense. But if they have that top five pick. I wouldn't be mad if they put the trigger on a quarterback. But I also feel like great quarterbacks usually come from better, good veteran leadership. Unless, like, you know, CJ, I don't know what they got going on in Houston. But, like, good veteran leadership is powerful <laughs> when it comes to developing young quarterbacks. That's what we tried to kind of do last year, and it didn't really work out. So if we could get a quarterback that we could plug in play and tell them to go ham right now, let's do it. But I don't know. I don't think that's our – biggest killer because we do need to continue getting this defense better and we can continue this running thing but like i'm not calling for desmond Ritter's head yet it might happen though but not yet
0: yeah you know, one thing that has hurt me with him is in the falcons is they're definitely a team where i might be betting against them in second half so, like if they're because they can't throw the ball so like if they if they get the lead i might bet on them but they're losing i'm probably not betting on them. All Dead right, my ass. That wraps up the weekend slate recap of week four, which was a banger. Don't get us wrong. Both our teams lost, but, I mean, it was still a great-ass Sunday and a good-ass Monday. We'll definitely win some bets next week. But let's get into this Thursday night game. We always save the Thursday night game after the recap. We got – I mean, it might be fun given how both these teams, how they performed in their last game, so – Washington Commanders are at home, five and a half point favorites against the Bears. Uh, Bears still looking for their first win. Uh, will they get it here on Thursday night football? Short week for both of them. Uh, Washington did play an overtime game. They do have a little bit more mileage on them. Uh, Bears coming off an epic letdown where they had the lead, and then Justin Fields throws the game, game ceiling interception. This is really a hard one to pick. I mean, the uh, the spread is telling you they're expecting Commanders and Commanders to win by almost a touchdown, five and a half right now. So, do you think you see it like that, or do you, could we see a little a dog on Thursday?
1: Man, I don't know if it's Sam Howell having how looking looking decent last game, yeah, or. It's the fact that I have no trust or love for this bear secondary. But I like I like the commanders who just played a really good game against the Eagles, even though somehow I feel like there's styles, styles, make styles, styles make games too. And the fact that they were on division rivals and the fact that the Redskins, the commanders love playing good games against the Eagles, that shit is real. So I take it, I take it as This game could be close. This game could be Justin Fields and them. But I think this is the part where they give up. I think this is the part where they're like, all right, we tried to do some good. Sucks. Let's just try to make some highlights. Let's just try to make some highlights, get some film together, so we can go to new teams and get paid. Go get paid. Oh, no. I know it's only the fourth. It's only the fifth week. But I'm – I'm quick to give up on the team. So, like, especially teams I already didn't think were going to be good.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't big on the Bears either. I also wasn't big on Sam Howell and them boys. But, I mean, they sh- I don't know if they're – because the Bills blew their asses out. Defense destroyed them. So, I know that's a great defense. But also, the, they look great against the Eagles. It could have been division. They know each other. They know how to make things work. This is a short week. Maybe even the commanders might, they might be even looking past the Bears. Like they might, but I don't know. I really feel like we haven't seen a dog win on Thursday, I don't think, yet all season. And last year, the dogs came out loud. Like I think, like the first six weeks, it was like four four underdogs that won in the first six weeks. This year, we're all, we have yet to see one. I think I'm going to go split on the pick. I'm going to go to Bears as a, a, um, as the underdog here, I just think some wonky shit's gonna happen. I think we'll see Sam Howell make a few mistakes they shouldn't have. Like we'll see things that shouldn't happen, like the Bears' defense coming alive, making a big sack, getting an interception. And I think Fields. I'm I'm a believe in Fields. I'm gonna give out the prop over 189 and a half passing yards. Like, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna believe that they are gonna keep airing this thing out. Mike Matt Eberflus, the the uh, coach, he's on the hot seat. They said that if he loses this game, there's been talks that he might not be flying back with the team. That this is – crazy
1: because he just got the job like what, two years ago or a year ago?
0: So it's like you win and keep your job or you lose and go home. I think he's going to pull out all the stops. I think he wants the job. And I get the fields over and I'm going to take the – I'm going to take the money line dog here. Give me the Bears. I
1: respect it to the fullest.
0: But we got to get up out of here. Go down, like, and subscribe, as always. Comment your picks for the Thursday night game. Comment your thoughts on the week four recap. And uh, let us know down there what we can do better. We're always here to make adjustments. Um, we want to give you all better content. Let us know anything we can do. This has been another episode of Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm Paul I'm concha joined with Kevin, Waterboy Savoy. And if you all didn't know, well, now you all know, motherfuckers.